For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Good evening, everyone. Coming at you from the WCWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. This is episode number 271 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is, of course, WCWS Power Hour. Coming at you once again from the HQ, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw. Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you. As, of course, the rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, of course, taking it easy after a very big time week here in the radio network. And we'll get into what took place during the week here in the radio network here in just a few moments. We also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, want to bring you, of course, tonight your wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, some wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. If you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, 141-364-POUND. And by all means, please press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. We are sorry that we normally, like I said, we start this show at 6 o'clock, but due to, of course, uh, several... Uh, uh, last minute situations took place and I was on and I had to switch everything over. We were hoping to get it started about 20 minutes ago and we were still, I was still in, in the midst of a little bit of a delay. So we're just now getting it going here. It is now 725 PM Eastern standard time. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and get things going here with episode 271 of power hour here, folks, as we start off with your wrestling and history, pop culture, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays of course ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and and first bring you the wrestling portion of course here of our page here for today april the 7th and it seems we did not have we did not have a whole bunch here uh it almost appears ladies and gentlemen that they're that they're kind of using like i said uh they're kind of using they're kind of going uh, they're kind of going backwards here a little bit. I'm not sure, but but anyway, like I said here, folks, there's only there's not that much there's not that much that took place apparently uh, on this date here last year. Obviously, on the on, on this date on this date in wrestling history. But let's bring you what we do have, of course, on hand. On this date in 2001, an eventful SmackDown taping took place that saw DDP and Canyon become the first WCW tag team to hold the WWF tag team titles when they defeated the APA, of course, Bradshaw and Farouk. Later in the show, Kane and the Undertaker became the first WWF team to win the WCW tag team titles when they defeated Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo. On the same show, Rhino famously gored Chris Jericho through SmackDown's Ovaltron. It was the last taping to use the original SmackDown set. A whole new set, including the now iconic SmackDown Fist, debuted the following week. 
On this date in 2002, Ron the Truth Killings, who of course we now know as R-Truth, defeated Ken Shamrock to become the first African-American NWA World Heavyweight Champion. It was the first of two reigns for Killings in TNA. The title change was the first NWA title change in TNA after Shamrock had won the vacant title back in June. And also on this date in 2011, Kurt Angle defeated Sting to win the TNA World Heavyweight Championship at Hardcore Justice. Uh, one birthday to, of course, talk about here, of course, uh, this lady obviously at one point was the was a valet of, of, of course, uh, who was known as Hunter Hearst Helmsley at the time, of course, now affectionately known as Triple H. She also, of course, uh, was also real life married to uh, Mar- uh, Mar- uh, Wild Man, then obviously becoming Marvelous Martin Merrow. After divorcing her, she ended up marrying uh, Brock Lesnar. Uh, of course, her real name is Rena Lesnar, but of course, everybody would remember her, of course, as Sable. And today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Sable turns, let's see here. Today, Sable turns 54 years old here today. So happy birthday to Sable here uh, today. And that's pr- pretty much what we got here, folks, as far as, of course, um, of course, we will, before we go, though, we will double check and see if there are any other wrestling birthdays to mention here, of course. Uh, we're not discounting, of course, the page that we uh, that we use here all the time, but since they have kind of downgraded a little bit, uh, okay, now, okay, here we go. see here if we have we'll check up our backup birthday page here to see if we have any any other of course uh wrestling birthdays here uh, other than of course like i said sable likes a happy birthday to her her the sable who today turns of course 54. Let's see here today, August the 7th. Let's see what we have here. Uh, yes. Well, obviously, it's saying here that Sable's birthday was actually tomorrow, but um, and she is supposed to be turning 54, so I'm not sure if this page is correct or if the page I just read this off of is correct, but we will double-check that uh, during the show here, and we'll let you know here, of course, who is, in fact, correct. But there is one other birthday to speak of here, as we want to wish a very happy 30, let's see, yes, happy 33rd birthday to Marty Bell. Uh, but we'll do some double checking on that, and we'll let you know here, of course, if in fact Sable was born on August the 7th, or if she was born on August the 8th. But nevertheless, here we'll double check that here and see, because um, a lot of times these pages sometimes might tend to get their information crossed just a little bit. I know on some occasions I have uh, Wikipedia may be the ultimate 
probably answer to this and we'll double check it throughout the show here and before we go if we have if we have that information available we'll definitely of course pass that along to you but anyway we will still wish her we'll, we will still wish her a very happy 54th birthday and if it is in fact tomorrow we'll do that again we'll, we'll do it tomorrow on wws this morning now let's go to our pop culture history and birthday reports here of course here as well of course of course it'll be read in the same fashion like we do every single wednesday night on wcws outside the ropes okay yes okay here we go on a state in 1461 during the ming dynasty the uh, chinese military general Cao Qin stages a coup against the Tian Shun Emperor. On a date in 1714, the Battle of Gangut, the first important victory of the Russian Navy during the Great Northern War against Sweden. On a date in 1933, the Iraqi government slaughters over 3,000 Assyrians in the village of Somali. Of Somal. The day becomes known as Assyrian Martyrs Day. On a date in 1955, Tokyo Telecommunications Engineering, which is the precursor of the Sony, begins selling, the, selling its first transistor radios in Japan. And on this date in 1990, the, the United States starts deploying troops to Saudi Arabia, beginning the operation known as Operation Desert Shield. On this date here in 2015, of course, it's considered part of our movies and television history and birthdays. In 2015, Presidential candidate Donald Trump says in a CNN interview that news anchor Megyn Kelly had blood coming out of her eyes and blood coming out of her wherever. On this on this date in 2009 in music, the single known as TikTok released by released by the artist known as Keisha. Of course, I'm not I'm not up on the the modern day music here. Uh, but but she won but won Billboard Song of the Year for 2010, and today in sports history on this date in 1929, New York Yankees slugger Babe Ruth ties the Major League Baseball record by hitting grand slams in consecutive games for the second time in a 13-1 win versus the Philadelphia A's. On this date in 1606, the possible first performance of of Shakespeare's tragedy Macbeth was performed in the Great Hall at Hampton Court Palace for King James I. Let's check, of course, obviously some birthdays here today. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Uh, today would have been the 461st birthday of Elizabeth Bathory. Also, ladies and gentlemen, today would have been the 279th birthday of Nathaniel Green, which I believe that this is the this is the same Nathaniel Green that was, that the city of Greensboro, North Carolina, was actually I believe named for. I believe it was. was Yes, I believe I believe that was correct. Today would have been the 145th birthday of Mata Hari. Also, today would have been the 
118th birthday of Louis Leakey. <coughs> also, today would have been the 89th birthday of Debbie Bakilla. And today, actress Charlize Theron turns 46. Now, Elizabeth Bathory passed away in 1614. Nathaniel Green passed away in 1786. Mata Hari passed away in 1917. Louis Leakey passed away in 1972. And Adebi Bikala passed away in 1973. On his date in 1428, the Valais witch trial proceedings begin in Valais, Canton, Switzerland, which, which first organized the the infamous witch trials. On a state in 1869, inventor Ferdinand von Zeppelin, who was 31 at the time, marries Isabella Freilin von Wolf from the house of Schwanenberg. On a state in 1936, legendary animator William Hanna, of course, as you know, Hanna Barbera, who was 26 at the time, marries Violet Blanche Wurgatsky. Who was all, who was 23 at the time, and also in the state 1954, legendary musician Johnny Cash, who was 22 at the time, marries his first wife Vivian Liberto, who was only 20 at the time. Some notable passings here today: Henry IV passed away on this day in 1106. Robin Rabindranath Tagore passed away on this day in 1941. Legendary comedian Oliver Hardy of Lauren Hardy passed away on the state in 1957. And legendary ABC newsman Peter Jennings passed away on this date in 2005. And let's see here. Okay. Now let's go to your movies and television history and birthdays. On this date in 1955, KSTF-TV Channel 10 in Scotts Bluff, Gearing, uh, New Brunswick, uh, who, which was first started as a CBS affiliate, now became then became an NBC affiliate, begins their broadcasting. On this case, on this date in 1970, WDHN-TV Channel 18 in Dothan, Alabama, which is an ABC affiliate, begins their broadcasting. On this day in 1985, Barbara Streisand records the Broadway album. On a state in 1997, Garth Brooks performs a free concert in New York City's Central Park for HBO, later releasing it as Garth Live from Central Park. On a state in 2015, as we said, presidential candidate at the time, Donald Trump, says in a CNN interview that news anchor Megyn Kelly had blood coming out of her eyes and blood coming out of her wherever. I want to say a couple, well, three moments here. Uh, in 2018, first off, Crazy Rich Asians, which was the first Hollywood film with an all-Asian cast starring Constance Wu, Henry Golding, and Michelle Yeoh, premieres in Los Angeles. On a, also, China bans the release of the Winnie the Pooh movie Christopher Robin after character used character was used to mock Chinese President Xi Jinping. I don't see how and where that could have been the case, but they must have just taken it the wrong way. And also, the CW Network announces that Ruby Rose was, would be cast as the lesbian superhero Batwoman. I never considered her a lesbian, but hmm, crazy. 
Uh, as we said today, happy 46th birthday to Charlie Theron. <clears throat> Excuse me. Also, some two, two passings on this date. Oliver Hardy passed away in 1957. And as we said, Peter Jennings passed away in 2005. On a, some weddings here on the state in 1936. As we said, William Hanna marries Violet Blanche Wargatsky. On state 1966, Latin music king Xavier Cugat, who was 60 at the time, marries singer Charo, who was 20 at the time, at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. On state 1974, actress Faye Dunaway marries Peter Wolf of the Jay Giles Band. On state 1987, Magnum P.I. star Tom Selleck, who was 42 at the time, marries actress and dancer Jilly Mack, who was 29 at the time, in Incline Village, Nevada. And on state 1995, rapper and actor LL Cool J, who was 27 at the time, marries Simone Johnson. Now let's go to your music uh, history and birthdays here on this date in 1949. All After Love closes at Mark Hellinger Theater in New York City after 121 performances. On this date in 1954, Golden Apple closes at Alvin Theater in New York City after 125 performances. On this date in 1970, Christine Perfect, who, uh, who of course would be, would be known as Christine McVie, joins the group Fleetwood Mac. On a state in 1977, Shenandoah closes at Alvin Theater, New York City, after 1,050 performances. On a state in 1983, Merlin closes at Mark Hellinger Theater after 199 performances. Uh, on a state in 1984, harmonica Frank Floyd, who was a blues singer, American blues singer, he was also a guitarist and a harmonica player, sadly passed away of lung cancer and diabetes complications at the age of 75. On this day, 1986, Honky Tonk Nights opens at Biltmore Theater, New York City, for only four performances. On this day, in 1993, Camelot closes at Gershwin Theater, New York City, after 56 performances. As we said, of course, Mata Hari passed away on uh, today. Today, she would have turned, as we said, I believe I said, excuse me, uh, Sorry about there, folks. Let me check this again. Today, Mata Hari would have turned 145 years old. She did pass away in 1917. Yes. Uh, some other passings in music on the state in 1609. Eustace Ducaroy, who was a composer, passed away at the age of 60. On the state in 1712, Friedrich Wilhelm Zakow who was a composer, passed away at the age of 48. On his date, 1786, Friedrich Schwindel, who was a composer of Dutch descent, passed away at the age of 49. And on his date, 1798, Johan Gottlieb Solner, who was a composer, passed away at the age of 65. As I said, 1954, Johnny Cash marries his first wife, Vivian Liberto. 1966, Xavier Cugat marries uh, Charo at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. On the state 1987, Tom Selleck marries actress and dancer Julie Mack in Incline Village, Nevada. Also on the state in 1995, uh, rapper LL Cool J, of course, also he's also been known as an actor, marries Simone Johnson. And on the state in 2008, singer-songwriter Jewel Kilcher, who I believe was pretty much known, a lot of people just knew her as Jewel, 
who was 34 at the time, Mary's rodeo champion Ty Murray, who was 38 at the time, at the Cove Atlantis Resort in Paradise Island, Bahamas. And let's check out your sports history and birthday on this day in 1903. Tommy Kukorn sets Major League Baseball record for shortstops when he records 14 assists in Cincinnati's 4-2 win versus the St. Louis Cardinals. On this day in 1907, Major League Baseball's Washington Senators. Legendary pitcher Walter Johnson wins first of his 416 career wins in a 7-2 win versus Cleveland. On this day in 1915, Dario Resta driving a Peugeot. Wins the first champ car race ever to average over 100 miles per hour at a 100-mile race in Chicago. The average speed was 101.8 miles per hour. I want to say 1921, Dutch cyclist Piet Moskops wins the first of four straight and five total world sprint championships when he beats defending champion Bob Spears of Australia in Copenhagen. I want to say 1929, the... New York Yankees' Babe Ruth ties the Major League Baseball record by hitting grand slams in consecutive games for the second time in a 13-1 win versus the Philadelphia A's. I want to say 19, and three moments here, I want to say 1936. First off, a Finnish F-I-N-N-I-S-H as in fin- from Finland, Panella in the 5,000-meter final at the Berlin Olympics. Gunnar Hockett runs an Olympic record to beat teammate Laurie Lintian. 22 nations line up as the first basketball competition in the Olympic Games starts in Berlin. Estonia beats France 34-29 in the first game. And Argentina wins the Polo gold medal, beating Great Britain 11-0 in the final of, of, at the Berlin Olympics, the first time the sport is contested at the Olympics. As we said, uh, today would have been the, I believe I said the, Yes, he would have been 89 years old today. He passed away in 1973. Adebi Bikala passed um, today. Will turn 89 years old today. Uh, some notable passings here in the world of sports. I want to say 1914, Bransby Cooper, who was a cricketer from Australia, passed away at the age of 70. I want to say 1953, Abner Powell, a well-known baseball player from right here in, in the U.S., passed away at the age of 92. I want to say 1973, Jack Gregory, who was a cricketer from Australia, who was a scorer of the fastest fastest ton in Australia in 1921. He passed away at the age of 77. And on the state in 1974, Silvio Mantha, who was an ice hockey player from Canada, passed away at the age of 72. And that's pretty much all we've got here, folks, in terms of your wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report here of course for today of course ladies and gentlemen keep in mind that uh, every single monday on wws raw radio uh, the human suplex machine john gross and the soul man justin lewis fleming uh, in addition to bringing of course bringing in their uh wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays for that monday's program they will, they will also, of course, go back and bring the wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays for, for of course, the past weekend. Uh, Justin does post all that on, does post his portion, uh, the wrestling portion on the, on WCWS Fan Empire, facebook.com forward slash groups 
forward slash WCWS appreciation. And he also posts the pop culture ver- uh, uh, portion on WCWS Entertainment Cavalcade, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Entertainment. Also, of course, John John does bring it in the in the in the beginning, um, at the start of our sh- shows, uh, Revolution every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night, and also an NWO Wolfpack every Thursday night, as well. And Justin brings his 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 uh, his additional report at the end of each of those same programs. So, like I said. I said uh, the uh, the human suplex machine John Gross and the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming always keeps us up to date as far as wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays for each day, of course, right here in WCWS. So we do thank them, of course, for that. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one four one three six four pound. This is episode number two hundred and seventy one. Of WCWS Power Hour, coming at you once again from WCWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. This is, of course, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw, of course, here with you. Of course, rest of the panel, way too tough to handle. Of course, taking it easy here after what was a very big time week here, of course, in the world of wrestling, uh, and of course, a lot of stories making the rounds here. Obviously, uh, of course, uh, a lot of talk about, of course, what's what's with, with the, all the big time talk once again about the this bigger strain of the uh, infamous pandemic known as the Delta variant and all. Uh, a lot of people were kind of speculating as to uh, um, um, <clears throat> a lot of people were speculating as to how that's going to affect, of course, since of course, WWE, AEW, and several other programs, of course, have started relaxing a lot of those uh, restrictions and all that that was in place since last year when the pandemic hit us hard. Uh, obviously, of course, a lot of them have since, some of them have started rethinking a lot of situations here. Of course, it was reported that WWE, as far as SummerSlam is concerned, they are still going to currently hold the show in Vegas, but it appears that now, if you go in that, if you still plan on going to the show that now it seems that you're going to possibly have to wear a mask if you sit inside the building so i don't know if that will turn a lot of folks away or not but of course a lot of folks have they said that it has done some some interesting business here with the fact that uh, some of the matches that they already have officially lined up including of course now it's official bobby lashley defending the wwe title against goldberg Roman Reigns defending the Universal title against John Cena. Um, we now did hear, we did hear the SmackDown tag titles are now up for grabs as the Usos will defend against the Mysterios. Uh, we did also hear, of course, on SmackDown last night that it's that uh, Bianca Belair will, of course, uh, have uh, will of course defend the SmackDown Women's title against Sasha, Sasha Banks after Sasha Banks kind of railroaded her, of course, the other week. Uh, also, of course, here the Raw Women's Title match here will be contested in a triple threat, as Nikki Cross will defend it against not only Rhea, uh, Rhea Ripley, but she will also defend it against Charlotte Flair. A lot of people believe that Charlotte does not deserve to have another opportunity. Yet, of course, the butt kissing, of course, does continue to take place. Of course, here within WWE, 
Of course, we did hear a lot of stories here about one person asking for his release in WWE. Unsurprisingly enough, it was WWE Hall of Famer and Charlotte's father, Ric Flair. Uh, he failed, they said he, he made it clear that it was not any animosity towards the company. He wanted to pursue other things, and apparently WWE was not really win, willing to play ball. Uh, he did have some ideas at WWE, of course, for WWE to possibly get me involved in some of it, but they didn't want to play. It, but they didn't want to go along with it, apparently. So it seems. But nevertheless, he still had good rapport with a lot of guys there, especially, of course, um, obviously, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and a few other folks there as well. Also, we did hear about several other superstars, of course, being released, and including, of course, we did hear Bronson Reed was. We did, of course, hear that. Uh, uh, and of course, I was told this through several sources here. Um, I, that I was told here through several sources here as well. Uh, uh, a couple here has told me, like for example, Bronson Reed, and who we thought was going to go up to the main roster. Apparently, he that's not going to be the case now. Also. Bobby Fish, who is who made his return to uh, obviously uh, NXT here not too long ago, to possibly start something against the Diamond Mind. Apparently, he's not. They're no longer going to pursue that part. It looks like. Also, Tyler Rust, who I think was part of the Diamond Mind stable. Um, also, former North American champion Leon Ruff, and also female talent Mercedes Martinez. So, uh, so one, and of course, like I said, they um, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, very, very somber here. We did lose, of course, a lot of, of folks in the wrestling world here. Uh, most, of course, notably, uh, first passing we did hear about was a legendary wrestler known as the Assassin. Of course, his real name, uh, I believe it's, I believe it was Jody Hutchinson. Uh, he is the real-life father of former WCW and WWE referee uh, Nick Patrick. Um, sadly, he sadly he passed away. Originally, it was thought that he was moved into the hospital from a, to a hospice home or something, but it was it was officially uh, confirmed that he had in fact passed. So really, I don't think he really had an opportunity to really get go through the process of hospice and all that stuff. So uh, also, of course. Uh, legendary superstar who I think went to, uh, wrestled in order to try to help um, make money to do his real passion, which was I think was a man illustrator. I think his name was Ted 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 Levine Ted Levin, I believe it was. I believe that's his name. I forgive me if I have that name wrong. Sadly, we lost him, of course, not too long ago. Uh, uh, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see here and see if we can. Um, so there is one other I want to mention, but I think I think there was at least four. There was at least four folks, obviously that uh, I did mention two of them already. Uh, of course, our good friend. Uh, our good friend, of course, uh, Captain Dave Spieler, of course, has been, been posting those on our page, the Heaven Wrestling Federation. 
uh, oh yeah, that's who that was. Legendary promoter Burt Prentice, who who was a promoter in the early days, of course, during the times of the U during the times of the USWA, of course. Even did his legendary, uh, even of course, a legendary. Uh, um, also started the the promotion of his USA Championship Wrestling, and all. He had, I think, passed. I think he had sadly succumbed to cancer, unfortunately. Um, he was. It was about. I think he was around 62 or 63. I believe he passed away this week. And of course, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the big, the biggest one of the four. I mean, not no disrespect. Two, of course, I was Jody Hamilton. I'm not Hutchinson. Hamilton. I'm sorry, Nick Patrick's father. Yes, the, the assassin. It was Jody Hamilton. I'm sorry, I got that name wrong. Uh, but the but the biggest one, obviously, of course, was one half of the legendary tag team, the Midnight Express, a very big time underrated superstar, and one of the best talents, of course, ever in the business. Wrestled primarily, of course, in the old NWA. Um, of course, part of the Dangerous Alliance when Rick Rude and Paul and when Paul Heyman was known as Paulie Dangerously, also teamed up with everybody from like Larry Zbysko, Arn Anderson, like you said, Rick Rude, even of course one time uh, uh, teamed up with. I mean, long after the Midnight Express, of course, even one of the last guys that he teamed up with was obviously uh, uh, William Regal. He was known as Stephen Regal, and they did the Blue Bloods thing. And Bobby Eaton referred to himself as, as, um, um, uh, Earl Robert Eaton. Yeah. The beautiful Bobby Eaton. Sadly, we, we lost him, of course, here as well. As a matter of fact, his family had started a GoFundMe page to help, of course, pay for any funeral expenses for Mr. Eaton. We did read a story about this earlier this week, and we had heard that even big time. Uh, donors, including Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes, had even donated money to kind of help with expenses here. They're trying to reach, I think, a $10,000 goal, and I think at that point they had reached a, reached not quite four, three or $4,000. I mean, they were really well on their way, but uh, but a tremendous superstar indeed, and even had a lot of lot of guys and gals who 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 uh, who were really influenced by by how he. Of course, performed in the ring and everything, uh, but a lot of promoters, promotions, including Impact and uh, including, let's see, uh, NWA. Also, of course, a lot of great superstars, of course, of the day and yesterday, of course, including the legendary, as I said, Ric Flair, of course, even had a couple words as well. But, of course, uh, a very, very somber here, like I said. So we say, of course, once again, our condolences to the family, friends, and fans of these four great men, the assassin, Jody Hamilton, as well as uh, Ted, Ted, I think it's Ted Lewin, I believe, or it's Ted Lewin or Ted, I think it's Ted Lewin, now I'm thinking about it. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Burt Prentice, as well as beautiful Bobby Eaton. Um, of course, our thoughts and prayers are with their family, friends, and fans. Of course, here we continue, of course, to honor them, of course, four in one week, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very shocking, of course, here indeed. Uh, we also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, throughout the week did, uh, did of course, uh, hope to get a lot of votes in for the NXT US Million Dollar Championship matchup here between JD, between John and JD. Uh, now, granted, 
this match will, of course, the results will count here. John did retain it over JD, but we just did not get a big response here to this. We were hoping to hear a lot more folks, and we even, of course, invited people to join the group where we, where we are now staging this. Because, as you know, of course, as I've mentioned this before, the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center Facebook page lost the poll option. I'm not sure uh, the other week when we tried to do it last week, and we're not sure why Facebook took that off. And I'm trying, we've been continuing to find out from Facebook why they removed the poll option from that particular page, but it has been removed from any more of them. I'm not sure. But nevertheless, here, it transferred over. Of course, we revamped the group known as WCWS Revolution Reborn. It is still called that, but we just added the part. We just added on to it, pretty much calling it the TCS Match HQ. Uh, the banner is still the same like it was. And like I said, the Revolution Reborn part is also the same as it was. But, of course, the, the we changed the web address. It is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS TCS Center. Uh, now, some people have been asking about how we're going. How are we going to do the pay-per-view matches here? I am working on that plan, of course, especially with SummerSlam coming up here in about at least two weeks from tonight. So we, will, I'll definitely have to have something in place um, as far as as far as far as, of course, that goes. The pay-per-view prediction center page, of course, we're hoping to try to get that page up and going uh, again. Um, and hopefully, like I said, we'll be able to get get something rolling here with that. Even if we have to, even if I have to do it in the same uh, the, the same premise, like we tried to do the other matches, of course, here as well. But never, but nevertheless, here, folks, we will, of course, uh, we will, of course, like I said, be working on that, and hopefully, like I said, we'll be able, we'll be, we'll definitely be able to, to, uh, like I said, get something rolling here, and even if we have to do it in a new method here, uh, so never, nevertheless, here, folks, we will. We will, of course, obviously. Uh, <clears throat> we will definitely, of course, like I said, you know, whenever, of course, we have every, we have everything. But never, but like I said, we will, we will, we are still going to do, as I said, we are still going to do the, uh, um, use the pay-per-view prediction center page for this, like I said, but we are going to, like I said, even if we have to do it in a different format because of the poll option not no longer being available, we will, of course, figure out a way and we will continue to let everyone know about how they can vote. But, uh. But like I said, I mean, as far as, like I said, we need to get at least one part of this going here to see how it's going to work. And once again, even if I have to switch things over and possibly revamp this particular page, 
I mean, I don't know what else to really do here, ladies and gentlemen. But nevertheless, here we'll keep you apprised about we'll keep you apprised about all that. But nevertheless, here, folks, we did, of course, have a very eventful week here in big time discussion here. Of course, you can always go back and check out all of our episodes of all of our shows here. Of course, we did have Raw Radio this week. We also had a, a, we also had, of course, Wrestling Revisited. We also had Wrestling Debate. We also had Outside the Ropes. We also had all three episodes of Revolution. We also had, of course, NWO Wolfpack. Uh, <clears throat> we we also, of course, had a special edition of Sports Machine on Thursday instead of yesterday. Of course, right now we're doing Power Hour. We did have WWS this morning, this past Sunday. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we did keep up with everything here. Uh, but we'll keep you informed, of course, um, as to um, we'll keep we'll keep you, of course, informed about everything. Um, about about like I said, hopefully we can get more of our shows back up and going here very very soon. One six zero five five six two zero four 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 caller ID one four one three six four pound episode two seventy one of WCWS Power Hour of course here tonight eight oh four p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mister WCWS Chad Hinshaw here of course here with you. Of course, like we said, normally we have we normally like I said we would start the show a couple hours ago. But we had, of course, some delays, and we had to push it back a little bit. And we finally didn't get it started until right before 7.30 Eastern. So that's why, of course, we are still on the air here with it, even as we speak. But, of course, like I said, you never know about when about when we do our shows here. But we always try to give you the best that we can here, of course, here in the radio network. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let us now proceed do 411 Mania and see what we have here in terms of any wrestling news tidbits here that, of course, have have made the wire here between overnight last night and, of course, even even into um, this morning and and this at this morning, this afternoon, and this evening. Uh, let's see if we have anything, of course, here on tap here for you. As always, we want to thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network. <clears throat> uh, for allowing us for allowing for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Power Hour, of course, don't forget Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as of course outside outside the ropes, as well as of course WWS this morning as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, Sports Machine. And hopefully, of course, in the second half of 2021, we hope to get a lot more of our shows up and going here. Uh, we hope to utilize 411 Mania with a lot more of our shows here, into some of these returning shows here in, in the second half of 2021. Our first story here tonight here, folks, uh, Joseph Lee posted this story today, as NWA does has confirmed uh, Chelsea Green for the upcoming Empower pay-per-view. The NWA has confirmed that Chelsea Green will be part of the Women's Invitational Cup at Empower, in which the winner gets an NWA Women's title shot. The event happens August 28th at the 
Torreson Ballroom at the Chase Plaza Park Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri. They tweeted, you heard the rumors, you saw the talk with at Mickey James. We're very excited to 100% confirm at I'm Chelsea Green will be at hashtag Empower, not only competing for the cup, but also a shot at the NWA Women's Champion at hashtag NWA 73. Of course, I'm talking about the 73rd anniversary show. And, of course, Mickey James posted on her Twitter account. She said, yes, come on, hashtag Chell Chell, you asked for the hashtag main event of at NWA, hashtag Empower. You got it, babe. Hashtag NWA Women's Invitational, to which, of course, Chelsea Green posted on her Twitter account just a uh, a crying uh, version of a smiley face and a couple of heart, and, a, and, a, and a double heart emoji, I guess you so Chelsea Green will be a part of it. So we'll let's see how she, of course, fares, fares in that here. In, uh, <clears throat> in, in, in uh, of course, at that uh, that first ever women's NWA pay-per-view event. Uh, our next story comes to us from Joseph Lee here today. Some stuff had to do with AEW here. Original story is AEW has announced four matches for this Monday's episode of AEW Dark Elevation, including a tag team match main event. The lineup does include the following. The Lucha Brothers, Penta L0M and Ray Fenix will take on Mike and Matt Seidel. Brian Cage versus RSP. Jade Cargill, who's really a man, will take on Amber Nova. And also Cyrus and Carly Bravo will take on the Jurassic Express. Now, as far as the updated story here, two more two more matches have been added on to this Monday's event, which is Captain Sean Dean will take on Pretty Peter Avalon, and Tisha Price will take on the former AEW Women's Champion Hikaru Shida. Shida was the one that that was defeated by Britt Baker. That's why Baker still that's why Baker has the belt now. So. Joseph Lee posted this story. Uh, today, as Jesse Kamea talks about, about one time she met Rick Rubin and did not know who he was. In an interview with Teasy's Table via Fightful, Jesse Kamea revealed that she once met legendary music producer Rick Rubin in an NXT event, but didn't actually know who he was. She said, I remember the day how everyone was around and figuring out what to do. I remember this gentleman, lots of hair and facial hair, really chill. I knew he was somebody because of how people were functioning around him. Felt like people were like, you know how a kid approaches their favorite toy and they value it so much. Or if it's a trophy already on the shelf and they are excited, but don't touch it. I was like, okay, this guy's great. Who is he? I'll be honest, I didn't know. Joaquin Wilde came up was like, Rick Rubin is in the building. I got a picture with him. I was like, what does he do? I started Googling away and he had something to do with producing Beastie Boys and big music. All I needed to read was Beastie Boys because when I first started wrestling, I wanted my music to mirror something like that. But it was fun and different, and I wanted to create this new image for women. A lot of it is feminine. I just wanted to dance, and I liked their style. So I was trying to work with music production to make something similar. It didn't work out. We can circle back to that. I think it's still a possibility. I think only a handful of people got to meet him and shake his hand. And I really liked it because I saw him after I had taken care of my business. I was stretching in the gym, and I see him start walking towards the door. I was like, now or never. I run up to him, trying not to fangirl, trying to be professional. Not overwhelming because I've done that before. I asked him to take a picture, thanked him, and it was 
uh, let's see, thanked him, and it was great. I got goosebumps. When someone so accomplishes in front of you, it's intimidating. You don't know how they are going to go about it or if they want their space. So if you want to be respectful, luckily he was super cool with it, and I got it. It made my day. So that was that was that was of course obviously very cool very cool indeed our next story here today here folks uh the rock talks about of some various news here from joseph lee as the rock talks about on talks about how much he showers a day also uh, the stars of the show heels tease cm punk and mick foley appearances and also richard holiday wrestles for iwa puerto rico Recent celebrities like Myla Kunis, Ashton, Ashton Kutcher, and Jay Gyllenhaal have made the news by knowing how infrequently they shower or bathe. In a post on Twitter, The Rock said that he's not one of those celebrities and showers three times a day. He wrote, Nope, I'm the opposite of, of a not washing themselves celeb. Showers cold when I roll out of bed to get my day rolling. Shower warm after my workout before work. Shower hot after I get home from work. Face wash, body wash, exfoliate, and I sing. Off key, of course, in the shower. And he said that, of course, on his Twitter account today. The stars of Heels spoke with IGN about upcoming guest appearances from CM Punk and McFoley. There's a video on this page if you wish to, of course, go back and check it out. And also, of course, there's a video on here. Uh, IWA Puerto Rico has shared the most recent episode online, which featured Richard Holiday from Major League Wrestling. You can, of course, check all that out here, of course, as well. As we said, of course, several superstars were released, of course, this week here uh, from NXT. Of course, one of them does comment on it here. Joseph Lee posted the story, and that is Leon Ruff. See what he has to say right here. As 411 Mania reported this last night, WWE released 13 people from their NXT brand, including Bronson Reed, Mercedes Martinez, and Bobby Fish. One of the people cut, Leon Ruff, took to Twitter to comment on his exit from the company. He wrote the following, I was able to compete against and earn respect from wrestlers I looked up to, make an impact in and inspire the WWE Universe, and every day I got to go to work with my best friend. Thank you for all the love, Leon. And, of course, he did post it on his Twitter account. So, obviously, of course, he had, it sounded like he had no ill will, of course, towards what they, what they did. Of course, a lot, they're saying, of course, it was obviously, they, and they, they, from, their, from their words, it was due to budget cuts, which, of course, obviously, that's probably complete BS. Uh, but you never know, of course, obviously, with the the head honchos of WWE lately. Joseph Lee posted this story here. As Chris Jericho has talked about, says that the match with Nick Gage was his idea and said he would do another one if the story were to fit. In an interview with Inside the Ropes, Chris Jericho spoke about his no rules match with Nick Gage on last week's AEW Fight for the Fallen. And if he do and if he do another death match, of course, here are some highlights. On who booked the match, Jericho says, Well, I'm not being egotistical when I say, of course, it was my idea, and of course I was fine with it because I thought of it. But I booked the whole match as well. Of course, you never know, you never thought you'd see Chris Jericho in that type of match. Maybe not on TNT, but why would you see Chris Jericho in that type of match? Because I've done every other match, you know, go back to the book. I've had the first barbed wire match in Canadian history. 
1993 against Beef Wellington, and did the thumbtack bump with with Moxley in the Ambrose Asylum match and all that stuff. Only if he would do another one, Jericho says, if the story fits, I'll do it, because it is all about storytelling. Obviously, it's not something I would want to do every night or probably would ever do again, but when you're talking about the story that we're telling, it was a perfect it was perfect for it, and I think that match was a classic in the genre. I think it might even be the most watched death match of all time, and the fact that we had 1.2 million people watching it show me another death match that had that type of viewership, so it really did not do it. it so it really did, did do what we wanted it to do, which was kind of extend this, this storyline and create a stir and create a buzz. But like I said, was it was it what it was was something that I would ever that I would ever volunteer to do again? Probably not. But was it something that completely was 1,000% approved and basically thought of by me? Well, guilty as charged. And also put in the pizza cutter on the map. Jericho says. Also, I also put. I also put a clipboard on the map a few years prior, so that's kind of what I do. Uh, our next story here, folks. Joseph, uh, Joseph Lee posted this story right here. As Kurt Angle talks about Vince McMahon is drooling over the prospect of Gable Stevenson in the WWE. In an interview with APP, Kurt Angle spoke with about fellow Olympic gold medalist Gable Stevenson to that Vince McMahon is likely drooling over getting him in WWE, and here are some highlights. On Stevenson's future, Angle says, I was thinking WWE, Vince McMahon is drooling right now. I think that this kid, I think that he's going to continue to wrestle amateur for another four years, probably win another gold medal, and then I, I think eventually end up in the pro wrestling business or UFC or Bellator MMA. So the kid has an incredible future. On athletes like Simone Biles addressing their mental health, Angle says, the physical part is hard enough. The mental part, emotional part is the hardest part about it. You have continued stress throughout your life, every day of your life, knowing that you have to train your butt off eight to ten hours a day and you're shooting for one event, the Olympics, and you're only going to get one shot most of the time. It's going to be in a two-day period. And you have to be on. You have, you have to be on on those two days. That's a lot of mental stress and anguish. And I think a lot of athletes are finding out that their mental stability is starting to unravel, and I, and it's very difficult. On the stress of being being why he quit amateur wrestling, Angle says, "I understand pro athletes that compete every week or three or four days." A week like baseball and footballs every week but the olympics you only get every four years that's a very tough thing to do to know you have to be on, on during that very little period of time it's a thing i didn't continue on because i was mentally drained i didn't want to do it anymore and i probably could have won another gold medal in the 2000 olympics but it was just too hard for me emotionally and mentally i had to, to get away from it Our next story here, Joseph Lee posted this story. This story, as Mark Henry talks about, says he was actually perplexed by the by last night's releases from WWE. As 411 Mania reported last night, WWE released 13 more people from NXT, including Bobby Fish, Bronson Reed, Mercedes Martinez, and others. 
During the latest episode of Bustin' Open Radio, Mark Henry gave his reaction to the news, knowing that the timing was odd to him and he was perplexed by the whole ordeal. He said, Mark Henry said the following, I just saw someone say NXT has just been released by, w- by the WWE, and I giggled a little bit. It wasn't a laugh. It was like a giggle. That shouldn't be a thing, man. I shouldn't giggle at that, but but the point about it is that there have been so many releases that people are starting to look at it. Darn, man, the writing's on the wall. I can be out of here anytime. Maybe I need to focus on job security. Maybe I need to go ahead and take a preemptive strike and not resign and go somewhere else. Like Japan, Impact, AEW, Ring of Honor, Major League Wrestling. There's like there's places to go work. And do you want to be part of something that's already that already is well established, or do you want to go somewhere and help make a company better? I don't know. It depends on the talent. But it looks like from an NXT standpoint, that's that nobody's safe. That's what it looks like to me after last night. Getting that news, and man, I'm just sitting here like still perplexed by the fact that it happened during the show, right in the middle. Like, hey guys, I'm gonna throw this grenade in the room and see what happens. What did they think was going to be the reaction from the fans? Of course, this was said on Busted Open Radio. Of course, you can listen to it on SiriusXM if you have that available. Our next story right here, folks. Jeffrey Harris posted this story today as wrestling stars comment on the WWE NXT releases, and even Dakota Kai deletes a tweet. As previously reported, WWE announces the releases of 12 NXT wrestlers yesterday, Bronson Reed, Mercedes Martinez, Bobby Fish, Ari Sterling, Kona Reeves, and more. Reigning Cruiserweight Champion Kushida praised Ari Sterling after his release. He wrote on Twitter, At Ari Sterling, WWE is a really, really talented wrestler. I think I hope to see you see you someday again. Good luck. Meanwhile, Chelsea Chelsea Green, who was released by WWE earlier this year, showed support for Bronson Reed. She tweeted out, "Doesn't matter where you end up, you'll be successful. You're a GD star." It also appears current NXT superstar Dakota Kai commented on the releases yesterday on Twitter in a tweet that was later de- deleted via WrestlingInc.com. She wrote, "My heart is broken." Also, Kyle Riley, the former stablemate and tag team partner for Bobby Fish, tweeted on yesterday's releases. The word of the day is bummer. It was a bummer to see my friends lose their jobs. I take solace in knowing that they will all end up okay and doing great things. Still, though, major bummer. Of course, some of those tweets are, of course, right here as well. Uh, at Dirty Dango Curdy, uh, some of them was known as Curtis, posted this today. He said the word what? And of course, Chelsea, and of course, I read Chelsea Green and Kushida. Io Shirai posted an emoji of a broken heart. And of course, like we said, Kyle Riley's tweet there, of course, as well. So this has really affected a lot of people here, big time, indeed. Jeffrey Harris posted this story today as Tucker, of course, you remember him from the group Heavy Machinery, praises Daniel Bryan as the modern-day Bret Hart. Presently. Inc. Daily recently interviewed former WWE superstar Tucker Heavy Machinery, where his real name is Levi Cooper, who had high praise for the work of former WWE World Champion Daniel Bryan. Here are some highlights. Tucker talking about Daniel Bryan being the best today. He says, to me, Daniel Bryan is the modern-day Bret Hart. He's the man. He's the best, whether it comes to mind. And talking through how and why we're going to do things or whether it comes to the execution of said thing in the ring, I don't think you or me could point out somebody or defend somebody better than him at either of those two of those two things. 
what a gorgeous opportunity was for us to be able to pick his brain a little, a little bit and kind of see how he moved around the heavy machinery pieces. What do you guys do? Having a discussion about the ethos, if you will, of heavy machinery, and that might be able to play off of them in the large scale in the big picture. On getting to work with Daniel Bryan, Tucker says, well, how does that sort of equate to the minutia? How do we how do we do the micro here or on the day to day? What does the promo look like? What do the matches look like? What are the beats of the story that we're telling? And also just kind of seeing how he operates, seeing what questions he's asking, what people and why he's going going about doing those things. At least for me, I was trying to take away as much of that kind of stuff as I possibly could from working with someone like that. Tucker talking about the current wrestling he follows. He says, my favorite thing is that I've been looking at and seeing what my boy EC3 has been up to. Very happy for him. Not just what he's been up to in terms of wrestling, but what he's been up to overall. As a whole picture, I'm much more than a wrestler. And for a lot of my life, wrestler was a really big part of my identity. And I worked hard to not shed that as a whole, but have more balance. And also, of course, his identity, Tucker says, I have father as an identity, husband as an identity. I want to have coaches and identity. I want to have mentors and identity. So figuring out what that looks like for me, how I want to pursue those things outside of wrestling so that I'm getting some serious fulfillment. That's where that's been where my mental focus has been wrestling wise. Other things I've been enjoying. I've been watching Ring of Honor. I've been watching NWA. I enjoy both those products. Obviously, I'm seeing what AEW and TNA are doing. I think AEW has been very successful. To me, the rising tide lifts all ships. I think having multiple healthy companies that have a different style and a different flair is only really good for wrestling. People are going to start coming back, and I would hope the indies are going to start really getting going. And, I've, of course, I've never done that. I've never been a part of that scene, and I'm looking forward to the kind of freedom that is available in that scene just to explore and to try to improve as a, as a performer. That's kind of my main goal going forward. I just want to be as good as I personally can be, not compared to anyone else, just kind of figure out truly – what Levi Cooper's identity is inside of the ring. Well, hopefully we'll be able to find out a little bit more, uh, see what he does here in the future. Jeffrey Harris posted this story today. As Chris Jericho talks about AEW is the best wrestling company for fans and performers, and also other AEW stars comment on the recent NXT releases. AEW star Chris Jericho noted last night via Twitter that AEW is currently the best pro wrestling company going in the world today. And he also remarked that it's the best for both fans and performers. If Chris Jericho might post that tweet in reaction to this week's latest round of WWE's NXT releases. Regardless, Chris Jericho tweeted this last night. I think now more than ever, it's obvious at AEW is the best pro wrestling company in the world today, both for fans and especially for performance performers. Nothing can stop us now. Additionally, A.W. Santana of the Inner Circle wrote, it's going to be a real interesting year, to say the least. Here we go. Also, Joey Janela tweeted, absolutely embarrassing. Of course, you can look at their tweets right here, of course, here in, on, their, on the page. Our next story right here, folks. Jeffrey Harris posted this story with some WWE news as John Cena, of course, it, uh, competes after SmackDown goes off the air. And also, of course, some more SmackDown highlights. Oh, 
While John Cena did not make a SmackDown TV appearance this week, he was in attendance for last night's show. Cena was in action for a dark main event after last night's edition of SmackDown went off the air via PW Insider. Cena teamed with Ray and Dominant Mysterio against Roman Reigns and the Usos. Cena and the Mysterios picked up the victory. Of course, there are some videos, photos from the live event and clips from the dark, the dark main event posted, of course, right on, of course, on Twitter here. Uh, Steven said today, last night after SmackDown went off the air, at John Cena doing his entrance with Ray and at Dom Mysterio 35, hashtag John Cena, hashtag John Cena fan, hashtag earn the day, hashtag never give up, hashtag respect, hashtag peacemaker, hashtag summer of Cena. Sam Bellissimo, Bellissimo posted this, final moments of the dark match may have been a SmackDown in Cleveland. Hashtag SmackDown. There's a picture on this tweet here. Jacob Cohen posted this on Twitter. Scoop number six. John Cena and the Mysterios defeat Roman Reigns and the and the Usos. Uh, let's see. Uh, Twitter user Jenny Jen Jen posted, watching my kids go absolutely ape crap over at John Cena back wrestling is something I'll never forget. The little heart emoji, hashtag SmackDown. John. Sorry about that. Uh <clears throat> At John Cena underscore Jim posted this. John Cena and the Mysterios defeat the Bloodline in a six-man tag team match after hashtag SmackDown went off the air in a dark match. Also, there's a video in here. WWE released the following highlights in of SmackDown. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, our computer here at WWS HQ is acting a little bit funky. We uh, apologize about that. But that's all the that's all the That's all the stories we're going to have here for tonight here, ladies and gentlemen. I thank you very much here, of course, for listening tonight to episode 271 of, w, of WWS Outside. I mean, I'm sorry, Power Hour. Uh, we were hoping, that, of course, to have some music at the end of the show, but uh, right now at this time, we apologize. Our music box is not working here tonight, so we're going to forego doing that here, of course, here this evening. We also just re- remind you, of course, to join us tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., or WWS this morning, 805-8613 pound. As of course, we will talk about tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. We'll give you a rundown of what will take place here this week in the radio network. And also, of course, <clears throat> also, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll bring you, of course, some more wrestling news tidbits as they come in, of course, overnight, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. 805-8613 pound. Join us tomorrow morning, starting at 8 a.m., 
of course, right here as part of the WCWS radio network on TalkShoe.com. Uh, like I said, you also check out all of our pages, of course, here on Facebook. Um, everything, of course, from the Revolution Reborn TCS Match HQ page, of course, Fan Empire, Entertainment Cavalcade, Sports Roundup, Game Show Alley, Location of Animation, WWS Movie Channel. Also, of course, uh, our tribute groups, the Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, Whose Lines It Anyway, Home Improvement, and Knight Rider. Also, NASCAR US, High Octane History, Motor Week Retro Review, Cars of the Past, A Gaseous Affair. Also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, check out Women of WCW US for some great ladies' matches. Also, a lot of our wrestling tribute groups, including AEW US, ROH US, NXT US. Uh, WCCW US, AWA US, and so forth. Also check out the Video Vault with a lot of great wrestling promos, vignettes, and other uh, uh, matches, promos, vignettes, and other great wrestling moments. Be sure to check all that out here as well. And also please be sure to visit TalkShoe.com and check out all of our, of course, past episodes of all of our <clears throat> of all of our shows here. Of course, dating back to uh, 2015. We love to hear what you have to say here about it. About them. Please, of course, stay safe out here. Of course, during this second wave of this pandemic, here, please do everything that you feel that you feel is important to do. Until then, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWUS Radio Network. Please take care, stay safe, and of course, God bless here, folks. And we'll talk at you tomorrow morning on WCWS this morning. Since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between, as we said, this is, of course, the one and the only, the WCW US Radio Network. Have a good evening. We'll talk at you tomorrow morning. Take care. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.